WWE's Money in the Bank, originally scheduled at the Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, has now been moved to a smaller venue. Why did this happen? Poor ticket sales? We're going to dive into that. Plus, Stephanie McMahon, WWE has finally acknowledged that she has a leave of absence during today's company's meeting. And we have Bobby Lashley, who wants to take another crack at Brock Lesnar. Tony Khan sounds off on the whole MJF and contract issues coming to light in AEW storylines and how that's actually good for them. And we have another match added for AEW Double or Nothing. It's a Thursday edition of the Top Story. Hit the link or you stink. Here we go. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out. What, what? Oh, okay, so Kevin's on assignment. Welcome to the show, everyone. Kevin's on yeah. assignment today from live? Mexico. Live, right? He is in Mexico. I don't As know you if can Kevin's see, living it up, drinking it up, living that good life, you know, making that sports key to money and spending it Woo! in Mexico, living that life. Why, How why, are you, bro? I'm doing I'm doing the hand signature like I'm like I'm drinking you're while I have a, a beer. You're, you're, oh, I thought you were like in thought you were in Hawaii for a minute there. <laughs> Shaka, brah. I'm I'm on the wrong continent. Man. Uh a lot to get into today. We have a lot of yeah, news we got to, a lot to get into. Uh, as always, guys, make sure you are subscribing to the YouTube channel. We are this close to 30,000 subscribers. Help us get there by smashing that like button and smashing that notification bell so you never miss whenever we drop brand new stuff. We got a great exclusive interview with Paul Heyman that you can watch in its entirety available right now on YouTube. Interviewed by this gentleman right over here. Kevin Kellum, so make sure you check it out. It's a great, great interview. Also, we are simulcasting right now on twitch.tv, so make sure you head on over there and hit the subscribe over there because we are going to be doing a lot more fun content over there on that side. Gentlemen, let's get started with today's uh, top story, which is money in the bank. Uh, today, we got a report uh, that, uh, actually that came from both Dave Meltzer and Sean Rossap because Sean Rossap put out the email that money in the bank has been moved from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas over to the MGM Grand Garden Center, man. So this is a move because it's a smaller venue, somewhere of a sold-out uh, type of situation over there is closer to the 11,000. They had already sold 17,000 from money in the bank, but we know that Allegiant Stadium can actually sit a lot more. So is this a case of... You know, WWE predicting bad ticket sales ahead of uh, ahead of the event and decided moving this kind of at the last minute. I don't know, but it certainly seems that way as a lot of the tweets and more information comes out. Right, Jeremy? Oh, this is weird. Yeah, I mean, especially Very when, weird. Yeah, Very we're weird. we're just yeah. over a month away from from the pay per view, and uh, yeah, just uh, moving it. I mean, hell, you're gonna you're probably screwing some people here. Well, I mean, what if people got flights and hotels and cannot, and this thing sells out and they can't get a ticket? I mean, this is just, uh, this is something, somebody screwed up and this is poor planning from the WWE because, uh, again, there's a lot of people that already made their plans. Um, and this is basically treated as a big five pay-per-view. So you could probably sell out that uh, MGM Garden Arena and then there's going to be people that are screwed. 
I, I wonder why you're moving from Allegiant Stadium. I mean, I went to the Royal Rumble, and this has been a new thing with WWE coming out of the pandemic, is trying to make the big quarterly events into more destination events. Money in the Bank last year sold out in minutes. It was the first major pay-per-view for WWE back on the road. Is it just ticket sales cooling off? Is it fans in the general Southwest area saying, hey, AEW Double or Nothing is this weekend. I think I'm going to go with that show. Or the type of hardcore fans that will travel out to a show saying, I'm going to hold off for SummerSlam in Nashville. What is it? I, I don't um, think there's one clear reason. I, I, I don't think I, – I don't Go think ahead, money Jeremy. in the I don't think money in the bank should be in an outdoor gigantic stadium. I think it's more I was exciting. Just about to say that. Yeah, I, I think it's more to say that. It'd be more exciting in a in a in an arena than a stadium. I think Yeah, I, uh, I think I've been, been to that, two money in the bank shows and they're two of my favorite WWE shows I've ever been to. No doubt. I can understand no, what you're saying, yeah. No yeah, you doubt see the, that you, money in the bank is a fun show, but to, to back to Jeremy's point, I don't think that this show necessarily needs to be in a stadium. Oh. It could be in a big arena. It could even be in a ballpark, but I don't think a state it merits to be in a stadium. And I think that they probably maybe uh, overestimated that, hey, we're probably going to sell this one out, but it didn't. Um, got some minor uh, breaking news here. Uh, Gable Stevenson announces that he uh, would like to return to Michigan to wrestle this upcoming season. Uh, he mm -hmm. says uh, in an interview with the Pioneer Press, um, actually this comes from uh, his coach, uh, Colton Schultz, and uh, he says, I know he would like to wrestle. He loves competing. It really comes down to making it work. It would have to, do, have to be something he works out with WWE and Vince McMahon, those details. It hasn't gotten that far uh if it's one thing he said no way i'm not doing it but he has eligibility he's capable and has interest in doing it interesting i'm about to sneeze <laughs> um <laughs> bless you bless you he's uh he's there allergic to dos s dos it's so good this is all very interesting this uh being this close to the event you know, you would think that they would have all this whole situation sorted out by now. But something interesting that I kind of brought up earlier, well, well, you know, while this story broke, one is this could be some maybe some serious legal ramifications down the line for some of these people that already spent money uh, in travel expenses going over there. Or, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, this could be this could be something. I mean, D David from the Barclays Center put it best here this could be a class action um you know so six thousand yeah. fans just lost their chance to go to money in the bank so you so they, they sold seventeen thousand class mm -hmm. action time baby i'm not a legal expert but i don't know could yeah. this i don't know potentially have i, I, I think i think there's this, I've, I've been around situations like that when you move a concert specifically with bands to a different venue and sometimes is it ticket sales? Yes. Other times it's just production. I don't know with WWE if production is the is a factor here. A lot of times um, it's weather. We got an outdoor venue that a lot of times gets moved yeah. to the main basketball arena because of weather. Uh, so mm -hmm. I, I bet there's something in the legalese of the tickets where they are protected from uh, changing uh, things. Absolutely. Yeah, rain or shine, no refunds under certain circumstances. Also, yeah. those fans who already bought tickets have first crack at tickets is what we've already been told by WWE and other people who uh, are the merchants to their tickets as well. Um, here's the thing. I, I don't think this is going to affect the quality of Money in the Bank as a show. I still think this is a show which, oh, on no. paper, if they do everything right, is still one of the most 
anticipated WWE shows of the year. We just said it. It's going to probably improve the quality because it's going to be yeah. more exciting being in a, a in a, a, a smaller in a venue in an arena. Agree. Uh, where where this uh, where this belongs. So well, uh, they're not the only show in Las Vegas this weekend. Obviously, AEW Double or Nothing is this weekend. You can check out our full card rundown with Bill Apter from yesterday. Uh, yep. The legendary broadcaster running down to that car that is up right now on our podcast channel, on our video channels as well. Uh, AEW taking over Las Vegas. I have many, many fans, uh, friends who are down there to take in the festivities and uh, you know binge at the buffet before they get into the body slams and all that good stuff. Tony Khan is in the media rounds here for this event. Yep. Um, what do you think of Tony Khan's comments here? Obviously, when he starts to make more media rounds, people are going to start asking about this MJF situation, which is brewing. Uh, MJF has been vocal about, yeah, I would like to try something with WWE in the future. My contract is up in 2024. I'm the bidding war of 2024. We also hear reports that Tony Khan and MJF have been on some somewhat um, uh, less than 100% terms following an interview he did that was not cleared by AEW's PR department with Ariel Hawani. And in that same interview, he talked about an interest, MJF, in doing something with WWE. He's very, very young. Uh, This is a guy who hasn't even peaked yet and is still someone who's connected with every high quarter rating that AEW has on television. Meaning, on television, he's an outperforming draw than other talent that he's complaining make more money than him, or at least that's the word he's putting out there. Mind you, this could be MJF playing Puppet Master. This could all be some long ruse. MJF in the ring this weekend with Wardlow, but Tony Khan talking about it. What is the latest? Uh, this is uh, from the uh, p- the press conference from this afternoon. Uh, Tony Khan says, wrestling thrives when real life meets on screen. Real life conflict is just is often just as exciting as any conflict on screen, which is one of the good things about what AEW has brought to the wrestling business. There was no real major free agent market with top stars crossing promotions, debuting, and frankly, the competition needed to be brought to the biggest stage. With the 90s, we had TBS and TNT in the wrestling game. With the launch of AEW, we've been able to bring that back. Taking what is happening in real with potential movement and contract negotiations is exciting. Adding another element to what will be a very exciting match at Double or Nothing with Wardlow and MJF, who has been very vocal not only about his own contract, but about his former bodyguard and how he feels he's trying to hold down his career. A little bit of a correction, uh, by the way. I'm sorry. A little bit of a correction. Uh, Gable Stevenson at the University of Minnesota. I don't want my my Minnesota. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Way up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Way up there. Did someone say Michigan? Uh, we we said Michigan by mistake. I get it. It's, oh. it's a, you know, it's only a couple hundred miles away. It's an you know, you know it's one of those states. When you're talking yeah. live, you can't get can't get everything off the top of your head, right? Yeah, I, I'm I'm very used to having my Midwestern chip on my shoulder with people saying we're a flyover area, but I get it. Uh, back to the topic at hand here: MJF, Tony Khan. Is this this them stirring the pot, keeping it interesting? Because AEW does not mind as they fight for new viewers because they are in that position where they have to fight for every audience they can get to remind the hardcore audience, don't turn away. You want to hear that, ooh, scandalous things that we're going to put on air. MJF will say it. Tony Khan will encourage it. MJF is 26, by the way, Andy. Um, I think they're shooting themselves into a work, much like a lot of things that happen in professional yes, wrestling, agreed. which may happen with Sasha and Naomi. Who knows yeah. there? I mean, hell, we haven't seen them yet. So mm-hmm. that still it's, is... But it's compelling stuff. CM Punk did yeah. it like 10, it 12 years ago. 
at Money in the Bank, bringing up Money in the Bank again, and it yeah. was it was awesome. It was really entertaining. Yeah, I you know I don't know where Sasha Naomi's going to land right now. That's still a complete shoot. I you know that that doesn't you know, and they're still trashing them on commentary. So yeah, you know. it's it's always interesting when you get this type of dynamic uh, being being shown on TV when you know that there is actual stuff going on behind the scenes compared to what's being presented to you on TV. And sometimes when you have those two mix and you get that that line blurred between reality and what's not reality, that's when you have most uh, sometimes the most compelling TV, the most compelling stories being told. So I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing uh, more of this contract thing, the dispute being more put to light on AEW TV because it will make good TV. I agree. I mean, uh, the thing is, this is Tony Khan trying to stay in the news, trying to keep AEW in the news. That's what he's doing. He's good at it. He, he's good at he it. He did it earlier this week. Some compelling comments by him as well in an interview leading up to the upcoming AEW New Japan show, which is just about a month away, sold out, million-dollar date at the United Center in Chicago, where AEW runs a lot of shows. He was talking to Abe Cannon. From Rock 95 uh, 5 Radio. I know Abe pretty well. Abe told me this interview before it came out was going to move some heads, and it did. Because in that same interview, we talk about WWE running stadiums, some markets they are, some markets they're not. Is AEW in a position to start running stadium events? Because Abe Cannon asked him point blank, hey, what about you guys at Wrigley Field? It's been rumored. Locally, it's been talked about. I've talked to people in the wrestling circles. That would be cool. An, I'm not going to lie. An, uh, this is a, a classic historic venue, which has over 110 years of sports history tied to it. And not just baseball with the Cubs, but with a lot of big sporting events. Bears played there for years. Many big rock bands played there. So it would feel special. Uh, Khan in this interview, though, labeled that it would be a dream for him as a guy from Champaign, Illinois, who loves the Cubbies to do a show there. But there's no dome on Wrigley Field. And he does not want to put himself in a position of being at a venue without a dome and you have inclemental weather. And you can have that at Wrigley Field. It's shut down yeah. plenty of games. Yeah. Uh, some more uh, interesting uh, news, not not big news, but uh, confirmed for Heels Season 2, Jordan Grace and Savannah Edwards of Impact Wrestling will appear on Heels, great. Heels Season 2. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. awesome. I love that show. That, show. That, that was a really good, great show. I can't wait to see what happens in Season 2. Uh, let's move over things to, over to uh, Stephanie McMahon. Uh, she's been a hot topic as of late last week when she announced that she was going to be on leave of absence in the company. Uh, and this is all presidented from what happened with Triple H earlier in the year when he suffered that cardiac event, had, had uh, heart surgery, uh, was home for an extended period of time. And, uh, you know, that probably took a toll on her. And she was very clear in her statement on Twitter that she was taking time off to, you know, to take time with her family and be with her family, and she so, so deserves it. Uh, today, during the company meeting, they just pretty much made things official, acknowledging that Stephanie McMahon uh, is on her leave of absence, a well-deserved leave of absence uh, to take uh, care of her family. And now that Triple H is back uh, full-time, everything is, is good here. So, uh, guys, I just wanted to shoot this over really quick to Kevin. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, that WWE formally now uh, acknowledging this whole situation? I mean, it's just it's just more formalities more than anything. How is WWE going to adjust to this situation? How are they going to have a, a, a situation where 
you have only one McMahon involved in the executive branch of WWE when for on and off for the better part of 20 years, it's always been Stephanie or Vince or Stephanie, Vince, and Shane and Linda. Now you're just down to Vince, who is in the senior years, the twilight of his life in the eyes of some people. How much longer can he do it? Vince is not a guy, if you know anything about Vince McMahon, who's going to quit. Uh, this is a guy who will manage that company until his dying breath, and he created it, and some would say that he's earned that right. That's neither here nor there. The fact that Stephanie's stepping away, this leads a lot of speculations to what the future executive leadership of WWE is going to be. And if you're in the um, if you're in the investor pool, I would hope, and I think you look at the success of WWE, whether or not you like WWE or not, you look at the success, billion dollar success. There is no other pro wrestling company that has been as financially profitable as WWE. That's a fact. It's an argument. That's why, that's why I'm a long-term shareholder. <laughs> so you say this is a shareholder. Would you be upset if there wasn't a McMahon involved with WWE? The question comes up. Now I think. She's I, I, I mean, from I mean, I'm, from an investor standpoint, I would want to see a McMahon behind the business, at least yeah. one McMahon. And right now, the McMahon is the one that's in charge, right? So, uh, as long as he's still there, I'm okay. Uh, Stephanie McMahon has done a tremendous job in building the brand from you know the the early 2010s to now. So she's done a lot. It's okay for her to take some time off, uh, but it'll be interesting to see how Nick Khan takes the next direction. Cause Nick Khan has put together some tremendous billion dollar deals for the company. Uh, the streaming deal with Peacock, the, you know, do, doing all these crazy big stadium shows all over the country and all over the world. These are all Nick Khan deals, man. So it'll be interesting to see going forward how his role of chief brand officer, since he's going to be doing that too, how how the brand's going to go forward. Is it going to get even bigger? What else are we going to see come out of WWE? How many shares do you hold? We have Disco Inferno. I don't know if it's that Disco Inferno. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. I got it like when I was like young, young, young. And I, it's just very, very little, not a lot. I just like to brag because I say I can say I, I get to say that I do have some. I know little. plenty of wrestling fans that do the same thing where they just buy it, they buy a stake just to say, Me as an investor. <laughs> like, like exactly. The, 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 no, I bought it when I was like 18 years old and I never let it go. Should have cashed that out a year ago. I know. Um, AEW double or nothing this weekend. We do have some news about Brock Lesnar in the next few minutes, so don't go anywhere about that. But AEW, it is their weekend. Dynamite, a big go-home episode from Las Vegas this past Wednesday night. They will be back uh, in Vegas this uh, upcoming Sunday. A big weekend for them. People looking forward to this. Hangman Page versus CM Punk for the AEW world title and many other matches kind of filling out the card. It is a... A busy card. There's a lot going on on this show. And I I was interested by seeing so many of the matches on this show coming together late in the game, not being announced until within the last two weeks. And we even have another match. Exactly. Yeah. But it's a different thing. But they aren't being critiqued for it either. A lot of people are like, ah, whatever. You know, the, the, the bloom is still fresh. And I get that. Oh, but I if, completely but get if WWE it. does it, damn them to hell. What are they doing? They're so disorganized. Where's the long term? It's because they, they consistently do it. 
as opposed to yeah, AEW. But, but now AEW has sports entertainers too, so I mean, yeah, I, I don't care about it. It's I mean, not there, there'd be preview, there'd be it. preview shows on my podcast. Can we go in? There's only four damn matches on the card. It's like, oh, what the hell but kind of preview if, if show? That's, <laughs> if that's what sells the pay per view, that's what sells the pay per view. Is it really that big of a deal if you don't have more than four matches announced for a show? ECW would do this all the time, and no one complained about it. Yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, I. I mean, if if the stuff you've announced, yeah, if the stuff you've announced is is you know not not stirring the pot, I get it. You know what I mean? If it's December, if it's December to dismember, and you just have an elimination chamber and nothing else going on, I get what you're saying. Uh, But we have something added to the card potentially within the last 24 hours. Yeah, and at least this isn't out of the blue because this actually comes off of a storyline that happened last week as well, Sting Mm -hmm. being injured. Uh, And we even talked about it on Tuesday when we ran down the card. It was kind of interesting to see no Darby Allen. Well, that might be fixed now. We might see Darby Allen take on Kyle O'Reilly, who Kyle O'Reilly, of course, pilmanized the leg of Sting last week. Pilmanized. And so to get revenge, possibly they may have. Kyle O'Reilly take on Darby Allen. This was possibly going to be set up for Friday on Rampage, but now it may get moved to double or nothing on Sunday. Uh, right now, uh, nothing's official, but Darby Allen on Twitter said he has a plan going into Sunday. So I think uh, that we may very well see uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Darby Allen. It could be a it could be a buy-in match because uh, they're. I believe has been announced there's going to be three buy-in matches. We already know one with Hookhausen against QT Marshall and uh, and Mark Sterling. So is this uh, a one-hour buy-in or is it or is it a yeah? Is they're always like, one hour, I believe. Well, there's like can half they fit a, four matches in a one-hour buy-in. Well, they what they used to do was a half-hour kind of pre-tape and then a, a thirty-minute yeah. live. I don't. They may go an hour live instead. So, well, I mean, like double or nothing is. Would you can I mean this is like their first big show, you know? So this is like their WrestleMania, their version of their WrestleMania, their biggest show of the company, right? So I mean, you got you definitely gotta go, you gotta do it. You well, some do argue it. all in it, all in is but or all out or whatever hell it is. But yeah, you know, it, it Tony Khan's went on the record to say there's not really a single big show of them all. They're all they're all big. So well, that's what any promoter would say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, they're all big. Yeah, they're 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 all. Um, but yeah. I think I re- if I remember right, I watched Dynamite this morning, and I think if I remember right, the the I think Excalibur said there's three pre-show matches, so and only one's one's been announced for the pre-show so far. Plus, you got eleven matches on the damn card. Uh, something out of that might That's get. A lot. Moved. Um, yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, we I mean, get. we 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 went over eleven matches on Tuesday. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Game? I don't know what would get moved. Maybe the TBS Championship. Because that hasn't really had a build to it with Anna Jay and Jade Cargill, that could easily be on the on the kickoff show. Or they just put. I'm, two not, I'm not feeling that match at all. No, because nobody expects anybody is. Nobody expects Anna Jay to win, so uh, it there's might be nothing, a good match. They had a good match. Could, they just kind of put that last minute too, because there's really nothing behind it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Everything but, else, everything else on the cards had a build uh, of at least a month. So, uh, you know, they they only really threw that together last minute and then threw together the the derby thing if that does come into fruition so really two out of the 12 matches have been last minute everything else has been planned out so and guys like we will be live sunday night for the post yep. show immediately after double or nothing jeremy and i i don't know if kevin kevin's still on vacay so i can't well, hey, uh, i can't i can't i can't expect him we'll see if he makes, if he makes an appearance 
then it shall be. I love the, the, but, look, the look I just got out of Jeremy was good when I went but, to the beer. He went, but we'll see, it he went, will Ooh. be Jeremy and myself this Sunday night immediately after Double or Nothing on Twitch, YouTube, and on Facebook. All right, guys, let's dive into our last story of the show. We have Bobby Lashley, former WWE champion, wanting to take another crack at Brock Lesnar on the biggest stage of them all next year at WrestleMania 39. He feels like he still has some unfinished business. Jeremy, give me this give me the deets on this one, bro. Uh Bobby Lashley on the bump recently and uh says we're in LA next year, right? For WrestleMania. If we're in Hollywood, it's a big matchup for me. I've always had these really tough challenges going into WrestleMania, which of course this one it has to be another big one. Me and Brock Lesnar. We still have a little score to settle. I have a win over him, and then he ended up winning my title. But we're not done. We're not done. Do you still want to see this, Kevin? I think we I think we should see this one more time. You know what? I, I do, and I will give WWE credit for this. I was at the Royal Rumble. And that Royal Rumble had some things that fans didn't like and some fans, some things that fans did. And there was a lot of negative criticism coming out of it. But the attraction on that show of Lashley versus Lesnar was something that came off the page, was something that fans were intrigued by, and was something that really got the ball rolling for Roman Reigns and Lesnar to go to Mania. It was relatively just a, a match that became an angle. The match we still need the match that WWE put a lot of gasoline into is this Godzilla versus King Kong monster tear down the city fight that we're supposed to get with Lashley and Lesnar. And I do think you can do that and do that on a night at WrestleMania and do that at WrestleMania where the ambiance of larger than life is already there with two larger than life characters. It isn't that complicated. And I do think you got only a little taste of it. I wouldn't say that WWE shorted the fans because the, the program with Reigns and Lesnar turned out to be, I think, uh, strong. Not great, but strong for WrestleMania. And so, in retrospect, people can look at it that way. I never thought we got the match. We really wanted with Lashley and Lesnar. That's still on the table. Uh, we spoken to Lashley in the last year or two. It's still that type of match he wants. He got yeah. to have a little bit of it. It's also worth noting that Lashley was injured in that match. Whether or not he was injured before it or in that match isn't clear. Uh, but he did have injuries coming out of that match that nearly kept him off WrestleMania this year in Texas. So I do think there is something there to grind. Do you have two guys with a legitimate sports background in combat sports and collegiate wrestling? There's something special about that. No matter how much people think <clears throat> WWE is all about Gaga and sports entertainment, you look at what they're doing with Gable Stevenson. You look at what they're doing with the Next in Line program. They like legitimacy. They like having people that have legitimate backgrounds. They've clearly invested in it over the years. What is more legit than a former UFC champion versus, you know, one of the more decorated collegiate wrestlers of all time? Another, MMO, another MMA champion. Last yeah. year exactly. been an MMA champion. So. Absolutely. And, and the dynamic is there uh, from an MMA, uh, MMA standpoint, from a wrestling standpoint, the, 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 the dynamic is there. And the good thing is that you don't have to give this match a lot of time. You can give this match seven to nine minutes tops and go at 200 miles an hour, yeah. 100 miles an hour. holds barred, and call it a day. Yeah, I, I think everybody the, will love this match. Yeah, the majority of the fans are not going to shit on this. They're gonna they're gonna be excited for another matchup. I think. 
Book it, Vince. Whoever Vince is, book it. Whoever he book is, it. he has to book it. Book it, Mr. Mr. Vince. Mr. Senor Vince. You're in Mexico. You need to be. Senor, Senor Vince. Senor Vince. Senor Vince. Senor Vince. Book it. <laughs> the book it program. Did you guys have the book it program? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pizza Hut. You read baby. all those books, you get the free Pizza Hut pizza at the end. Damn right. Yep. I we didn't have that. We didn't have that in Puerto Rico. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Carlos Colon comes to the school and just jams you in the head with a stick. You don't read your and books. The invader with the puño corazón. <laughs> you, you, you're not cool if you don't read my books. Um, what what was the call on that, Jose? What was the call on that with the invader number one? El invader número uno con el puño corazón. There's a uh, there's a taste. <laughs> oh my god, we have eighth grade, we have fifth grade boys who didn't read their books bleeding from their foreheads at grade schools because invader number one is. Ayuda, ayuda. <laughs> Uh, that that was a good uh, look into what you might see on our Twitch channel. As uh, we may, oh, yeah, uh, we're we're we got some things some. in the works, possibly uh, some contests. So uh, subscribe to our Twitch channel. Search for Sports Keto Wrestling. Uh, we may take some people in the chat to represent wrestlers in a CPU versus CPU match, possibly for prizes, where yeah. we call the action live. Uh, so that yeah. is a, that is. That is possibly it'll be, it'll in be the awesome. plans. So um, we, we can, may we be can back. Do, we can do a three-man booth, Kevin, if you're interested. Yeah, we we may uh, we may shoot for uh, we're maybe shooting for Wednesday to return and make it a regular thing. Right now, that's still in the works. We don't know yet. Of course, we'll also do uh, continue the GM stuff that we built uh, last week as well. Uh, but we got some pretty cool stuff uh, for the Twitch channel. So, uh, Sports Keto Wrestling, one word. Search it and subscribe. And you can win some stuff possibly down the line, but we're gonna have a lot of fun with WWE 2K and then soon, hopefully, the AEW video yes, game, as well as a retro mania wrestling. We may have some gifts from them as well. Uh, we may actually, uh, there's possibility we may talk to a certain cowboy, uh, thanks to retro mania wrestling down the line, too. So, got a lot of stuff possibly coming on the Twitch channel. So, uh, just make sure you subscribe and, uh, uh, we'll look forward to uh, doing a lot with that coming up. Hell and we're yeah, going to unlock those things if you guys subscribe. Go ahead and subscribe if you're exactly. with us on YouTube. If you're with us on Facebook, there's some things we can do on get, Twitch. Get Just you, play get you, on, get you, yeah. your mama, your dog, everybody. Subscribe to that Twitch channel. Absolutely. You, do your mama, right and now. your dog. As soon as you're done with the show, all right, you're going to go over to Twitch and hit that subscribe. All right, guys? Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow for free style Friday, bam, 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 bam. Get a, bit, a little bit, Liddy, and you guys get to what? control the what? last part of the show. What? After a shot of what? vodka, what? And then a shot of beer, what? And then another beer, what? And then a what? Whiskey, what? what? And then Dosakis, what? Dosakis. The the unofficial beer sports those, those yeah. If we get a beer deal, how cool would that no. be? If we got that'd a beer a great, deal. That'd be a great name for a lucha tag team. Dos sexies. <laughs> yeah, that would. Be, it could be like pretty be. deadly. It'd be like the Mexican version of pretty deadly. Oh, dude, let's do it. I want to do that. sexies. Let's, let, let's do that on two K. All right, guys, that's it for today's <laughs> show. We'll see yes. you guys tomorrow. Freestyle Friday again. Get your questions in for tomorrow. We'll see Quarter you as always. When watching wrestling, you have to do the most important thing, which is what, gentlemen?
enjoy wrestling. I got to go body slam my nephew into a pool. Yeah. Talk to them. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out.